Welcome, Thunderbird Nation, to the Thunderbird Coaches Show. This is episode eight. The Coaches Show is brought to you by the Warehouse Bar and Kitchen. The Warehouse Bar and Kitchen is celebrating their two-year anniversary this October. Follow them on their social media to stay up to date on all the fun they have scheduled. Uh, the Warehouse Bar and Kitchen would like to invite all students over 21 to come out to their Halloween events. Uh, the Warehouse will be hosting a live band and having a huge dance party Halloween weekend, and it is free, 21+. plus. The Warehouse would like to remind you to stay safe this Halloween season and always drink responsibly. Coach's Show brought to you by The Warehouse Bar and Kitchen. Hey, before we get started on this episode, Coach, I do have a couple shout-outs. You cool if I give a couple shout-outs here? Whatever floats your boat. All right. Well, it's your show, so I got to ask permission from the authority If figure. it was my show, I'd be hosting. <laughs> Okay, we could we could switch seats one of these times and see how that goes. I'm I'm not sure the people would be much interested in what I have to say. You, you got 30 minutes of good golf no, knowledge. I, that's in you. true. We could yeah. talk, we could have a golf show all day. We could talk talk about jewelry. Talk yeah. about golf. Yeah, that's facts. Okay, so I just wanted to give a shout out, and this is just a personal shout out to our interim AD uh, Todd Brown, doing a great job. Great atmosphere on Saturday nights. Jeff Tukuwafu is a big reason uh, that that's going down. And then people that are helping us out with the show, Reagan Hunsaker, man, he's he's really been a proponent. We got a great staff here. And then also uh, Casey Smurthwaite and Danny Ferry for just helping us out and, and being uh, fans of the show. And I don't know, just deserve to shout out my opinion. So with that, Coach, we had a... Are the, are the elections are this week or no, something? Yeah, no, this is this is Election pure, Tuesday tomorrow? This is, we're, not, we're not trying to... You're trying uh, to get a little office? No, no, not trying to get office. Uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm just pointing out excellence when I see vote, it. Vote for John Smith. Vote for John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm running for. Well, not mayor, I can tell you that. Okay, so look... We had an exciting game. That was a wild ride this Saturday. We had the Tarleton Texans in town. It was a wild and crazy game. Coach, give us the view from where you were sitting. How did it go down? I didn't get to sit down. <laughs> no, you didn't. My, my, my sitting view. I slept walk through the first quarter, first quarter and a half. We score middle way through the second quarter, and they immediately answer the score with a touchdown. Then it got exciting. The second half of that, the, the second part of that second quarter got exciting. Come out in the third quarter, and we didn't come out, didn't come up out of the locker room. That didn't show up out of the locker room. Played poorly on offense. Played really poorly on defense, and we're, we're down three scores to start the fourth quarter. Young men in our football program play really, really hard, and, and they give great effort. Their belief system got to peek into our players' belief system on Saturday night because we're down three scores in the fourth quarter and come all the way back. Even after throwing a pick six, you know, we score 27 in the fourth quarter. Have an opportunity to win. We had two opportunities to win a football game at the end. And, you know, the two-point conversion that would have sent it to overtime fails. We onside kick, you know, a shout-out to Shea McClure, our special teams coordinator, linebackers coach, because he practices that with our players each week. Successful onside kick, we recover. And then just unsuccessful, just unsuccessful in that last drive. But any time in the second half, if you just said, hey, 30 seconds on the clock, two timeouts, you got the ball at midfield, we would have taken it. (laughs) No doubt. We would have taken that. But it didn't work out for us on Saturday night. Well, look, the guys in that locker room, you said we got a little glimpse into what they're all about. I've never really seen anything like that. I've seen a lot of football. I've seen, unfortunately, and look, I'm a little upset. I'm a little embarrassed about how many people left the game in that third quarter 
and they missed one of the most classic endings. I mean, it didn't go our way, but it was one of the most classic games I've seen in a long time where it was just, we racked up. I mean, there was five touchdowns in the last quarter between two teams, four for us and one for them. I mean, it was it was wild and woolly, and and half the stadium had we th- left. We threw all. We, we we either threw or run all the scores yeah. in the fourth quarter. We even threw their score. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. We need to we need to get this focus fight finish mantra into the crowd so they understand our guys aren't going to quit. Our guys are going to be there. Even if we're down three scores, we're going to make it exciting. We're going to finish the game, and I would uh, invite the crowd to finish the game as well. So if anyone, you know, don't at me, but you can uh, come talk to me if you have issues with that because uh, this team is a a great team. They're going to finish all the way to the very end, and uh, I would exhort the uh, fans to to do the same. Uh, What an amazing fourth quarter, and and it was unfortunate quite a few people missed that. Look, we've got Isaiah Wooden here with us today. You had a pretty amazing game over 100 yards receiving. But I don't think anyone's surprised that that's happening. Man, I'm just happy you're here. We're going to spotlight Isaiah in a minute. But, Coach, do you have anything else about that game that, that you wanted to talk about, or or was there anything that you saw that, I don't know, was noteworthy? We put that game away yesterday with our players and our program, our coaching staff. We put it away yesterday. That came up short. That didn't do enough. Two straight weeks. Two straight weeks coming up short, not doing enough. John winning is a learned skill now. Yeah. you got to learn how to be winners, and, and our football program's got to learn how to finish things and how to be winners at the end. So, But we put that away, and we moved on to Abilene Christian. Yeah. I learned a lesson in during that game. I was completely convinced that we had destiny on our side as soon as we got that um, onside kick. I'm like, it's destiny. You can't rely on that. You got to go get it, right? There's no such thing. Yeah. You can't rely on that. You can't rely on the momentum. You got the next play is the most important one. I'm telling you though, I had I know you hate it when I have fun when we lose, but I had a blast on the sideline rooting for you guys, watching you guys come back from what we thought was the dead and here you guys are punching it out at the very last seconds and it was it was awesome to watch. Yeah. If you want something to happen in your life, you have to go make it happen. In football and in life, you have to make it happen. And then on you having a good time, no, neither one of us want to hear about what a good time you had Saturday. That's true. That's true. All right. Our player spotlight today, we've got Isaiah Wooden here in the factory. Isaiah, welcome, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Before we get too far into things, I just want to ask, no, I'm going to save that for a second. Tell us about yourself, man. Give us the lowdown. Where are you from first? And then how on earth did you get to Cedar City? Uh, I'm from San Diego, California, originally. Okay. Um, I went to Kent State University, went there for about two and a half years. Okay. Hit the transfer portal, had to make a man decision. Yeah. Uh, it was best for me, best for my family. Sure. Um, and then I was just sitting at home, working at SeaWorld, <laughs> yeah. working a job, like just- Chopping know. up fish or what were you doing at nah, SeaWorld? Um, at SeaWorld. So basically I was just an ambassador. So oh, cool. I was just like welcome people into Took the park. tours and stuff? Yeah, kind of like that a little yeah. bit. Awesome. They were paying him to sit and take all the grief from the tourists. They were paying him to be abused by tourists. <laughs> no, like, that's that's really what it was. I mean, I was just sitting there, you know, welcoming people into the park, and then sure. it got to a point. Easiest recruiting job in the history of football, John. I called him and said, hey, you want to keep being abused, or would you like to go back to school and play football? <laughs> exactly. He sure did. And I was like, hey, coach, I'm ready to come back. Yeah. I'm ready to come and play. So, How did you guys get hooked up? Like, where was the – you saw him on the portal. Did you guys have a connection? Were you recruited by anyone on the staff earlier? Like, how did you find each other? 
other to so even somebody, have somebody through the grapevine, somebody told me, hey, that the, there's a young man in San Diego that's a Division One football player yeah. that's not playing, looking for a home, and, and then we reached out there. Hit, hit it off, and I've said this on this program a lot of times. Do a lot of a lot of decisions are made in recruiting by how the conversation goes with the young man you're talking to. But hit it off on the phone. Had some commonalities and all that, and had watched his film a couple years ago. He tuned Bowling Green up for 116 yards and a touchdown and, and a football game. And you're like, well, if he can play in the MAC and do that in the MAC, he'd probably be okay here. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. Okay. So you were you're sitting at SeaWorld. You get a call. Yeah. And then. Take it from there. How do you, how do you so, like how does it all work out? Yeah, so basically, um, just woke up one morning, got on the phone, did the same thing I always do, check my Twitter, check my Instagram and see if I had anybody like, you know, hitting me up. Yeah. And then I got a text from coach and I'm like, Oh, okay, this is this is different, like, you know. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I wanna have a conversation with you, like, I'm gonna call you. This time okay? I'm like, yeah, any time is okay. And it, it was a day that I was off, so it made it even better. Yeah. You know, got on the phone with him, like he said, had some commonalities. We talked. It was a good conversation. And then it just went from there. I was like, I got to make this decision. <laughs> like, yeah. I have to make this decision because it's like I'm sitting here working. And, you know, I'm working out still, but I have a job. And it's a lot of different things that's going on. Yeah. Why not get back to getting my degree, you yeah. know, and going yeah. to play football, something I love to do. And he gave me the opportunity I'm here now. So. That's cool. Yeah. No, we're, we're happy you're here. We're blessed that you're here. Appreciate that. Tell us a little bit about like family life. I met your beautiful wife. Honesty is her name? Honesty with an A. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty with an A? With an a yeah. Okay. Tell me a little bit about her. She, now, before we get into that, she said that she ghosted you in high school. Is that... <laughs> Is that true? Like, that's what she said. you you and me have something in common if that's true. Because my wife goes to me bad. <laughs> she she got to the point where I asked her out. She said no so many times. I said, should I ever ask you out ever again? She said no. <laughs> so okay, getting to the point of that. Yeah. 2017. It was 2017 when this happened. You know, um, I was in high school. She was in high school. Sure. I seen her. I was like, oh, she's you want to watch? You want to watch how much of this story you tell now? <laughs> yeah, you bet. Yeah, you it's, tell it's, the it's, good it's, version. It's tell the, the good version it's, now. It's, hey, no, it's the family show now. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I got you, coach. I got you. So, um, it was 2017. We were both in high school. You know, I seen her. She was pretty. Yeah. Social media, you know, Snapchat and stuff. Sure. And then so I swipe, I swiped up. And yeah. I was all like, put the hard eyes. Yeah. And I got no response back. <laughs> like, and it's, it's embarrassing saying it now, but like. Like I tell her all the time, I'm like I got you now, so yeah, you can't go nowhere. Like that's right, it happened. But at the time, yeah, she definitely did. So ghost you me. you must be a good salesman, right? <laughs> because she salesman. ghosted you, and now it's all locked down. That's so. Shout out to my wife Shannon for being a hard to catch because it just makes you go harder, right? It makes you go harder. Yeah, for, for both y'all, it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's... So you you told us kind of how you got here. Tell us just a little bit about your experience. You've only been in Cedar City now for, what, eight months? Maybe a little less? About like six, seven months. Yeah, yeah. six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your experience here so far. Man, uh, when I first got here, it was uh, kind of rough. Drove from California to San Diego about six or seven hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a little bit of things going on with uh, my money situation. You sure. Know, from working at SeaWorld and, and trying to, you know, save money up to make sure I could pay for my uh, rent and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, the first couple of days was kind of kind of hard. Touch and go. Yeah, you know, but I mean, overall, since I've been here, it's been great. Like, okay. I love the people here. I love the just everything about the city because it's welcoming. Yeah. You know, it's very welcoming. And once I first got here and got on the field, seen the coaches, met the coaches, met the players, it was just like, 
man, this is a family. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a family. Like, I don't feel like I'm out of place. I feel like I've been here already. I yeah. feel like I've been here for years. So cool. It's, it's been very welcoming, for sure. That's good to know. And and really, one of the reasons and one of the, the great situations we have with this coaches show is to let other people know what we got going, what we got cooking here in Cedar City, right? So the fact that you went into the transfer portal, I think it was Mitch Price that said, it is lonely and dark in the transfer portal. Oh, Oh, right. Oh, it's, it's you're just yeah. checking your Twitter. You're checking Everybody. everything. And you're just like, hey, am I loved? Am, Play, I mean, am player, I bad players. forgotten? Yeah, players think it's free agency. No, no. And they think not. it's a great opportunity. And it's yeah. Not. So you got 27%. Yeah. 27% of the kids going in the portal are finding a home. So one out of four. Yeah. One out of four. And, and to be, let's just, just be completely honest, more kids went in the portal last year than there's actually spots on college rosters for them. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So be careful. But in this situation, it worked out for, for us in a big way. Yeah, Hopefully definitely. for you too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It, it helped me out a lot. I mean, going into the portal, first of all, it wasn't an easy decision. Right. Um, talked to my family about it. Talked to my wife about it. That was my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just sat down and just had that real conversation about what it is that I wanted to do. Yeah. I was like, of course, I want to continue to go to school and get my degree, but you know, I want to continue to do what I love. Like, I love playing football. That's what I grew up on my whole life, like playing sports. Yeah. So I felt like I wasn't really given the opportunity too much to showcase what I had there. And I understand that, you know, it probably wasn't my time yet. And, you know, God makes things come to fruition when it's the time to come to fruition. That's so, right. you know, it's all through His timing. And I prayed to Him. I talked to my family, and we just made that decision. Like, <laughs> It's going to the portal, but little did I know that it was going to be like that. So dark, so <laughs> yeah. lonely. Yeah. But out of that situation, you know, you brought your light here to, to Cedar City, and we're so glad to have you, man. I appreciate it. So you, you mentioned you love football, but you also wanted to go out and get that degree. What are you studying? Uh, communication studies. Okay. I'm a, a communication studies major. Um, I was actually a business major uh, my freshman year. Sure. But, you know, I don't like math. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I, <laughs> right. I don't like math, you know. So it was a lot of things that factored off into math and sure. business. Yeah. And I was just like, what, is there something else that I could do? And yeah. A lot of people came to me and said, you know, you could do communications, you know. You you have different avenues that you could take and that sure. you can still have a business. You could still, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, it's many different things that you could do with communication. So, yeah. you know, I got into that my freshman year and the second semester. And ever since then, I've just been going cool. and I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good to hear. All right. We're going to get to know you a little better. What hobbies do you have? Like besides football, what is something that you like to do off the field? I love to bowl. Okay. I love to bowl. I bowl. I wouldn't say very, very good, but I bowl pretty decent. Like, be straight. What kind of scores are we talking? High 180. Okay. I haven't got to 200 yet because, I mean, I, I miss a lot of the uh, spares, but I'm getting better at it, though. Yeah. I'm better. I, but, I don't yeah. Curve. Yeah, but do you own your own bowling ball? I don't, but honestly, you're supposed to buy me one for uh, Christmas, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just trying to figure. I was trying to gauge how into bowling you are. We've, we've, start, we've started the Christmas list in yeah, October. That's right. It's yeah. coming up. It's I didn't. Know, I didn't know you liked to bowl, Coach Bates, our strength conditioning coach. Oh, oh he's him. always around three hundred. But he show hey, he shows up with like the four ball bowling bag. That's what I'm saying. And, and it's on it's on a roller. Yeah, and he pulls oh. it out. And he's got yeah. 
there's hobbies and there's obsessions. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got, if you own four bowling balls, depending okay. on how slick the lane is. Co- Coach or, Bates is 260 plus, 260 woof. plus. Yeah. It makes you just want to get up and leave. Yeah. See, that's yeah. a person that I need to go bowling with because I'm pretty sure he can up my score. That's just right. Like yeah. He ups my weights in. And lifting. He, yeah, he ups yeah. your when you're when you're weightlifting yeah. around Bates, you're gonna you're gonna Come get on. gains, and now now it's time to get gains on the balls. Does, does a nice job. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's an awesome guy too. All right, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? If I could have a superpower, I, I would want to be able to read people's minds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Read their minds, and you know why? Because. When I'm on the field, I could just know exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. Get in their minds. Get in their minds. Hey, and then just go from there. I like that. I love that. (laughs) What's your favorite band or like artist out there? What Um, music you listen to? My favorite artist right now at this time, I would have to say is uh, Young Blue. Okay. Young Blue. I I got introduced to him. um, It was my freshman year in college. Uh Started listening to a little bit of his songs. And I just like the, the mix that he has between, you know, rapping, but also a little bit of r&b as well and i I just like i like music like that got a got a good groove to it got a good groove to it okay they've officially run out of names young blue yeah now they're yeah now they're naming rappers after hunting dogs (laughs) that's old red (laughs) old red and young blue blue. (laughs) he's on the other side of the fence young blue yeah you got old red on one side that's funny what's your least favorite food brussels sprouts yeah me too really actually my least favorite My least favorite is stuffed peppers. My dad was in the Navy. On the ship, they would do these stuffed peppers, and he nicknamed them Barf in a Sea Bag. Oh. So ever since I was a little tiny kid, he would, anytime there was peppers around, he's all, nope, mm-mm, nope. So I have always been That conf- stuck with me. I've always been confused as to why they even grow olives. To make black, olive oil. Black, green, they're just nasty. No, yeah, I'm with you on that, too. My wife, my wife will get olives on a pizza, and I'll like even though I can pick them off, I still won't eat it. Yeah, olives. Uh, true story. When I was a kid, I went to Olive Garden. Didn't know that was an olive on the thing. Thought it was a grape. So that's Thought it was a grape. I, I let the, I let the people know about that one though. You're like, hey, why you got a grape? Oh no, so that's an I olive. I tried it too, and I was like, oh no, that's uh, not that's a not a grape. Mm-mm. Nope. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go, and what would you do there? Um, that's a great question. I always wanted to go to Dubai. Okay. I always want to go to Dubai. Um, the Arab Emirates, I believe yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah. The Arab Emirates out there. The Emirates, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I've always wanted to go there. I just, it looks very nice. And uh, they've been building up a lot. I've read about it a little bit. And Crazy they, they just been buildings. Up a lot. So I'm like, I love to go see something like that. And it's just a great vibe. You check, know? check out the architecture, see what's the, what they got going out in Dubai. Yeah, definitely. That'd be a fun trip. And then do you have like a, a favorite quote or like a. I don't know, something that's just like words to live by? I have a lot, but um, I can definitely give you one. I always say that, you know, God is good all the time, or, you know, that was all God. Anytime I make a touchdown, you know, I, I do a celebration here. And sure, I sure. I to get a flag. Cause I don't, yeah, you, know, you know, not trying to get flags. Yeah, I don't want to get a flag, but um, I like to have fun, though. But I always, you know, revert back to God is good. Yeah. And that's all God, because I would not be here if it wasn't for him. Cool. So that's why I always, you know, up there, yep. you know, just give something for some things, because it's it's not all me. It's yeah. him. Be great, being grateful yeah. and then recognizing, yeah, yeah the higher power. like it. I like it. Man, anything you want to share with Thunderbird Nation about yourself or any uh, anything that we won't need to know about Isaiah other than 
Dude catches touchdowns. Dude is like going a hundred percent all day, every day. And also, if you see him off, uh, and you can see him because we got the videos going for our YouTube crowd. This man has. He's got the light inside him. He's he's just a happy dude and just has a great energy about him and just brings that excitement and that goodness everywhere he goes. So shout out there. But what 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 does Thunder Thunderbird Nation need to know about you that they don't know? That um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm happy to uh, be around everybody that you know supports Thunderbird Nation. Yeah. And I just want to let them know that you know I'm just an ordinary person. I'm not nobody special. Like I'm. Just like them, you know, but come up, have a chat, say know, what's yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. I'm just, you know, out here just trying to live my dream. Yeah. You know, trying to live my dream, um, uh have everything come to fruition. Cool. What I want and get my degree and just become a better man. Day in, day out. That's it. Well said. Well said. Coach, you brought a good one today. I like I like Isaiah a lot. Yeah. So Take cre- take credit. You requested him. I did request yeah. him. Just actually I've been here. actually I've been requesting him for a while now. And we finally got you on the show, which we're pumped for. So that's Isaiah Wooden, ladies and gentlemen. What a great player. Definitely someone to watch. And if, you, uh, if you're into electric playmaking, that's your guy. Coach, you said you had put away Tarleton, and you are now on to Abilene Christian University. Let's talk a little bit about the game coming up on Saturday. What's going on with Abilene Christian? Tell us a little bit about them and give us a little preview of what we can expect. Good football program, very similar to us. I, I think they're four and two right now. Brand new coaching staff, a lot of brand new players. Got guys that they've got guys at Abilene that like playing football and they're playing really hard right now. I think they're hey, when when you compare Abilene Christian to Southern Utah, I think it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Um, but very, very similar. Great head coach, great head coach, great coaching staff. A um, little different body type than, than we've been playing the last couple of weeks. We've been playing some of those long, those long rangy kids, and and they're a little uh, not not quite as long as some of the other teams on our schedule. A little more square body, um, very physical, very physical. But their offense is similar to ours. Their defense is similar to ours. Just doing a nice job. We're going to have to play well to compete. Yeah, they just came off a crazy game. So we have a crazy game, right? We're in it. We score 27 points in the fourth quarter. We're back in it. We're, you know, we get the uh, onside kick and it's just pandemonium. And then we end up, you know, losing by two points. Check this out. So Abilene Christian is playing Stephen F. Austin. They're down 21 zip and they come back and they end up tying the score 38-38. They've got the ball with like 43 seconds. They're driving. They try a, I think think I'm correct here, but I think they try a really long field goal that gets returned. So it gets caught and returned down to like the 50. Well, Abilene uh, gets called for a horse collar. So they have one untimed down after the 15-yard penalty, and Stephen F. kicks the field goal to win with no time left. Heartbreaking. We're both coming off, you know, those heartbreaking woulda, coulda, shoulda losses and now we're going to take it out on each other Saturday night. That's exciting. Um, People get tired of hearing me talk about how good our opponents are, but but Abilene had an opportunity to beat the preseason number eight team in the country. Sure, you know Stephen F. Austin went the whole preseason, the whole offseason, talking about winning a conference title, an opportunity to win a national title, player of the year candidate, national player of the year candidate at linebacker, at wide receiver, at quarterback, and Abilene played good enough that if they hit the long field goal, yeah, they win the football game. You're right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So they are. That, that would not be. Uh, that, that would be a less fun way to lose than the way we lost. You're right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be infuriating. At least our guys gave, well, and I'm sure theirs did too, right? I mean, just that's football. Football is unpredictable. Stuff happens, as they say. You know, like you said, you, there is no such thing as destiny. You have to take it. You got to go grab it. You got to uh, execute when the time is ripe for executing. Correct. Yep. So, Coach, any other thoughts? Are there any players we need to watch? Any guys that you've seen on tape that pop out that are going to be uh, noticeable for the crowd watching at home? Everybody in this conference has a quarterback. Okay. So, and they have a quarterback. Um, that they're as big and as bulky up front as anybody we've played. That their receivers make plays. That they run the football. They run the football a little more than we've seen the last couple of weeks. But but they're going to run the football and try to be successful there behind that big offensive line. They flip it over on defense and they're four three two high, just like us. Okay. Um, their defensive line motions and moves. We, we we motion and move. We move stunts and games on the D line as much as anybody in the country. Well, they may be equal to us. They may be doing it as much as we are. But it, it'll it'll be exciting. Okay. Do you have any specific players? Is it like I remember you you said uh, about uh, Tarleton watched their quarterback and then they got those three crazy receivers. Do they have anyone that jumps out on tape? Uh, the, or is they just a, a group? It, it, it's a team. They've got five guys. They've got five guys on on defense that all have equal number of tackles. Okay. They're all within one or two tackles of each other. They do a nice job there. Run to the football. Play really hard on special teams. Okay. I mean, if you want a theme, you want a theme in this conference. Everybody's got a quarterback that can play, and everybody plays really, really hard. Yeah. So we're we're so much similar. We haven't started well. We haven't started the last two games very well, and that's a priority this week. They haven't started the last two games very well. You know, two two weeks ago they're losing to Dixie at halftime. That's right. And, and then the last week they spotted Stephen F. Austin. They spotted him twenty one points. Twenty one. Yeah. And then they're tied thirty one thirty one, and then they're tied thirty eight thirty eight. But yeah, they they haven't started well. We haven't started well. Hey, some somebody something's gonna change. <laughs> something's gonna give. Yeah, something's gonna give. Or it's gonna be a crazy second half. It's again. going going to halftime yeah. zero zero. Yeah, wild. Well. Those of you that are uh, watching on ESPN Plus or, or listening on the radio, it should be a great matchup. Uh, both teams play team ball. Both teams, like you say, kind of look each other in the eye and kind of see each other in the in the reflection there. So should be a great one down there in Abilene. Thunderbird Nation, please support the team. Come out. We need those grandstands full. Obviously not this week. We're, we're going to be down in Abilene, but we come back and we have Stephen F. Austin the week after at home. Love to see those grandstands full and full all the way till the end of the game. Just a coaching point there. Let's just let's just watch these guys all the way to the end because you never know what you're going to get. Coach, any other final words? No. no. I, Isaiah, you good? Yeah, we're, we're happy. We're happy working hard this week to move okay. forward. Let's move forward. Let's get 1% better today. 1% better. I hear you. Go T-Birds, right? Go Thunderbirds. Yeah. T-Birds. Okay. Well, for uh, Isaiah Wooden, Coach Delane Fitzgerald, I'm John Smith signing off.